Catechesis with Pope Benedict XVI. Man in Prayer, Part 2. Papa Benedict's Catechesis on Wednesday, the 11th of May, 2011. Dear brothers and sisters, today I would like to continue to reflect upon how prayer and the religious sense have made up part of man throughout his history. We live in an epoch in which the signs of secularism are evident. God seems to have disappeared from the horizon of various people, or to have become a reality towards which one remains indifferent. Yet at the same time, we see many signs that indicate to us a reawakening of the religious sense, a rediscovery of the importance of God for the life of man, a demand for spirituality for surpassing a purely horizontal, material vision of human life. Looking at recent history, the prediction has failed of those who, from the epoch of the Enlightenment, have foretold the disappearance of religions and exalted an absolute reason, detached from faith, a reason that had to dispel the shadows of religious dogmatisms and dissolve the world of the sacred, restoring to man his freedom, dignity and autonomy from God. The experience of the last century with the two tragic world wars put in crisis this progress which autonomous reason, man without God, seemed to be able to guarantee. The Catechism of the Catholic Church affirms, Through creation, God calls every being from nothingness into existence. Even after having lost his resemblance to God because of sin, Man remains in the image of his Creator. He retains the desire for the One who calls him into existence. All religions bear witness to this essential search on the part of men. We could say, as I showed in my last catechesis, that there has not been any great civilization from the most distant times up to our day which has not been religious. Man is by his nature religious. He is homo religiosus, just as he is homo sapiens and homo faber. The desire for God, the Catechism further affirms, is written in the heart of man, because man is created by God and for God. The image of the Creator is imprinted on his being, and he feels the need to find a light so as to give an answer to the questions that concern the profound meaning of reality an answer that he cannot find in himself, in progress, in empirical science. The homo religiosus does not stand out only in the ancient worlds. He traverses the whole history of humanity. In this regard, the rich terrain of human experience has seen arise various forms of religiosity in the attempt to respond to the desire for fullness and happiness, to the need for salvation, to the search for meaning. The digital man, like the caveman, seeks in the religious experience ways to overcome his finiteness and to secure his precarious earthly adventure. Moreover, life without a transcendent horizon would not have a full meaning, and happiness, to which we all tend, is spontaneously projected towards the future in a tomorrow that is yet to be accomplished. The Second Vatican Council, in its Declaration Nostra Aetate, 
underlined it synthetically. Men await from the various religions the answer to the hidden enigmas of the human condition, which, yesterday as today, profoundly agitate the heart of man. The nature of man. Who am I? The meaning and purpose of our life. Good and sin. The origin and purpose of suffering. The way to reach true happiness. Death, judgment and retribution after death. Finally, the ultimate and ineffable mystery that surrounds our existence. From whence, we draw our origin, and towards which we tend. Man knows that he cannot respond on his own to his fundamental need to understand. However much he has deluded himself, and still deludes himself as being self-sufficient, he has the experience of not being sufficient to himself. He needs to open himself to the other, to something or to someone, who can give him that which he lacks. He must go outside of himself towards the one who is able to fill the breadth and depth of his desire. Man bears within himself a thirst for the infinite, a nostalgia for eternity, a search for beauty, a desire for love, a need for light and truth which push him towards the absolute. Man bears within himself the desire for God. And man knows, in some way, that he can turn to God. He knows he can pray to Him. St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the greatest theologians of history, defines prayer as the expression of the desire that man has for God. This attraction towards God, which God Himself has placed in man, is the soul of prayer which then covers itself with many forms and modalities according to the history, the time, the moment, the grace, and even the sin of each prayer. The history of man has, in effect, known various forms of prayer, because he has developed different modalities of openness towards the other and towards the beyond, such that we can recognize prayer as an experience present in each religion and culture. In fact, dear brothers and sisters, as we saw last Wednesday, prayer is not linked to a particular context, but is found inscribed in the heart of each person and of each civilization. Naturally, when we speak of prayer as the experience of man as such, of the homo orans, it is necessary to keep in mind that it is an interior attitude before being a series of practices and formulas, a way of being in front of God, before being the accomplishment of acts of worship or the pronouncement of words. Prayer has its centre and sinks its roots in the innermost depths of the person. Thus it is not easily decipherable and, for the same reason, can be subject to misunderstanding and mystification. In this sense, too, we can understand the expression, to pray is difficult. In fact, prayer is the place par excellence of gratuitousness, of tension towards the invisible, the unexpected, and the ineffable. Thus the experience of prayer is for everyone a challenge, a grace to invoke, 
a gift of the one to whom we turn. In prayer, in every epoch of history, man considers himself and his situation in front of God, starting from God and in relation to God, and experiences being a creature needful of help, incapable of procuring by himself the fulfilment of his own existence and his own hope. The philosopher Ludwig Wittgenstein recalled that to pray means to feel that the meaning of the world is outside of the world. In the dynamic of this relationship with the one who gives meaning to existence, with God, prayer has one of its typical expressions in the gesture of kneeling. It is a gesture that carries in itself a radical ambivalence. In fact, I can be forced to get on my knees, a condition of indigence and slavery, but I can also kneel spontaneously, declaring my limit and thus my having need of another. To him I declare being weak, needy, a sinner. In the experience of prayer, the human creature expresses all her self-awareness, all that which she succeeds in grasping of her own existence, and, at the same time, turns all of herself towards the being in front of whom she stands. She orientates her own soul to this mystery from whom she awaits the fulfilment of her deepest desires and help to overcome the indigence of her own life. In this looking at an other, in this going beyond, is found the essence of prayer, as experience of a reality that overcomes the sensible and the contingent. However, only in God who reveals himself does man's search find full fulfilment. Prayer, which is openness and elevation of the heart to God, becomes thus personal relationship with Him. And even if man forgets his Creator, the living and true God does not cease to call man first to the mysterious encounter of prayer. As the Catechism affirms, this step of love of the faithful God always comes first in prayer. The step of man is always a response. As God gradually reveals himself and reveals man to his own self, prayer appears as a reciprocal call, an event of the covenant. Through words and acts, this event engages the heart. It is revealed throughout the whole history of salvation. Dear brothers and sisters, let us learn to stand still more before God before God who revealed himself in Jesus Christ. Let us learn to recognize in silence, in the intimacy of ourselves, his voice which calls us and leads us back to the depth of our existence, to the fount of life, to the source of salvation, so as to make us go beyond the limit of our life and to open ourselves to the measure of God, to relationship with him, who is infinite love. Thank you.